Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Are you in one of your bitch fit moods today, William? Because I'm really not in the mood. I just feel my normal, lovely, ebullient self. Start the episode. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern day... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I've got a floppy mic. Oh, for fuck's sake. Can we just get back in a studio as soon as possible? I'm sick of this every pissing bastard week. Oh, wait. That is my microphone, by the way. Ladies and gentlemen, let you into a little secret here. I have two microphones, or had two microphones at home. You're not getting this identical. No, I, I jolly well am. And I had to send, I had to courier one over to Jordan when lockdown was implemented, and now you've just knocked it over on the desk. Uh, hang on, what's... For someone who works in radio, I... you cannot work microphones. No, I need that bit there, don't I? Right, hang on. Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Oh, for Christ. Is it anywhere near your lips? Because you see, you see, you see, if you look on my camera... Heard that before. <laughs> <coughs> oh, don't stop. We've started. We've started already. Welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern day lockdown life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas, like how do you tell your family you don't want to do online quizzes anymore, and is it okay to ever set an alarm clock reminder in the middle of a Zoom call, and of course what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss, but we're not your usual agony ants, are we William Hanson, UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not Jordan North Radio presenter, I'm more dust the furniture. You're more dust for fingerprints. (laughs) 
Which, full credit to our new best friend, Bernie Keith, for inspiring me with that one. <laughs> that was great. Go on then, tell us where you are. Well, I'm in my study at home. You're in your new room, which we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're recording from home still, episode eight. Do we ever think by the end of this series we will be reunited? Who knows? All bets are off. But regardless of our location, we are still serving up our advice to our GN Divas. We're about to pour our signature drink, which is a gin and debonet. Um, who should we tell us to? Our drinks are already poured. Well, did you know, on this day that this episode will be going out in 1536, if you can rem- remember back that far, that's just after half past three, Anne Boleyn was beheaded... And so I feel oh, I feel we should toast Anne Boleyn, former Queen of England, mother of Queen Elizabeth I, of course. Anne Boleyn. Anne Boleyn. Beheaded, deaded, beheaded. Divorced, beheaded, died, divorced, beheaded, survived. And actually, where have I got deaded from? <laughs> your states. <laughs> oh, how many have you had it? Let me guess. Have you had a GND before you started recording? No. <laughs> yep. Yes, you have. Because that was a bit bitchy. <laughs> Actually, interesting fact about Anne Boleyn. Originally, when Henry uh, got quite cross with her, pre-beheading, he was going to have her burned at the stake. But being a bit romantic, he thought, nah, that's a bit harsh. Just chop her head off. Have you ever kissed a girl? No. Thought so. Remember, if you want to help with something, then you can tweet us at sexofmyboss. We always want you to get in touch with us. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexofmyboss.com. Or if you want, you've got a bit of time on your hands, now why not? You can write to William Hanson, who promises a handwritten reply and his own letter of paper. The address for that is on the website, sexofmyboss.com. Oh, sorry, on that point, I, don't, I haven't actually received any handwritten letters, but that's basically because Ben hasn't been going to the office and he's been working from home, I think. So if you have written a handwritten letter... Don't think we're ignoring you. It's just no one is actually picking them up. So they might be read out in Series 6. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to start Mm. with this today. And I want you to be honest. Have I changed? Now, two and a half years ago, when we started this podcast, Mm. remember I was that rough Burnley scallion from... Burnley. Burnley. (laughs) (laughs) Who lived in his mum and dad's box room. Mm. Who talked about Green Hulks. Yeah actual first ever episode of this podcast i was so hungover because i just got back from a stag do at amsterdam mm. right recently a lot of people have been saying to me oh you've changed you've changed you've gone right london i knew this had happened i knew this had happened and then i said something on my show i said i hate the word scran and sorry my sorry God, stop. F- what does the word scran mean scran is uh i don't think it's a northern word necessary it's, it originates we, did, we didn't have it in Clifton, let's put it that way it means food. It's like, do you want to go and get some scran? Or, uh, I'll, I'll get some scran, I'll meet you in half Oh, hour. it's a bit or... like at school we had the grubber. Toodles! Do you want to go to the grubber? Should we get some grub? Which was, which was sort of like a tuck shop. Oh, uh, it's not like that. In the army they call it scarf. Anyway, I hate it. My brothers say it and all my mates say it. And my mate says it. And he said, right, uh, I'm going to get going. I was on phone to because I'm going to go and get some scran and tidy house. And then I said, so loads of people text into my show going, you got yourself an over now, how can you hit scran? And then on... Monday this week, mm. I was halfway through a video colour consultation <laughs> with a very nice girl right. who was very enthusiastic. What, and I was why, thinking why? for my new wallpaper and walls that I'm painting. How does that work? Because you're colour blind? Exactly. So this fancy London, what's the word for small and independent, like uh, 
boutique. Yeah, this no, boutique. No, 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 not boutique. Boutique. Uh, this boutique, like what? What's it called? Where they make it for you? Bespoke. Personally, this boutique bespoke. Bespoke um, boutique. I think it probably is. Bespoke boutique. Right. Anyway, they slid into my DMs because I said I was painting on on the radio. So they slid into my DMs, and I got a consultation. And halfway through this consultation, I was like, "Yeah, I don't." I'm colour blind. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I don't think many people from Burnley have had a online consultation. Wow. Even I haven't had an online colour consultation. She was lovely, by the way, this girl that did it. So I'll I'll, I'll big up the, the name of the... Cause you, on, because you that. can't on Radio 1. Big up Lick, the name of the company oh. that got in touch. They check sure they're, out sure they're a colour company. Yeah, so they're called Lick. And the, the girl was lovely. Let's call her Lottie. And I was, she was so... She like enticed me and she's like, I love your windows. Oh, my God, I love your windows. I was like, I love them too, Lottie. And she's like, they let in so much light. It's generally like, what all. a window does. I'm thinking here... And, 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 and stop me if you think I'm wrong here, Jordan... I'm thinking we go for the Scandi look. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my... Lotte, I am thinking the shit. That's my... Oh, my God. I'm getting so excited. Okay, okay. I'm going to go away. I'm going to get back to you this afternoon. And I'm going to send you a presentation. I am so excited. So, So be honest. Do you think I've changed? Not in the ways I'd like you to have changed. No? No. Actually... No, I haven't. When we had our catch-up two days ago, during the Zoom call, I decided to have a wee. <laughs> yes, that's when I logged off. We do have video evidence for those that are interested. Slide into my DMs and name your price, and uh, if you're into that sort of thing, uh, we um, will uh, send it your way. We should just say that your colour consultation that you're having is all to do with the fact that you have moved flat. So you still live in the greater part of Burnley. And commute into London when you are working on the radio. So I was in a three bedroom flat, but my other housemate Lenya's moved out. So she me had and Joe, me and Joe moved into a two bedroom flat. And last week we moved in, and we moved in using a old Tesco trolley. And I can tell you, it was the longest two days of my life. Anyway, how was your week? Well, the your connection's crap. Can you not hear me? I can vaguely hear you. Come in and out. Uh... It's fine. Ben went last week. You can go this week. It will carry on. Yeah, but I'm needed. Is that any better? Yeah, it's getting better. Right, anyway, how's your week, Ben? Oh, yeah, on, on to me. Yeah, all fine. Thank you very much. Uh, not particularly anything exciting. I've, I've had my uh, plantation shutters installed in, in the flat, so that's quite exciting. Oh, you promised us last week that you would tell us about Celebrity Big Brother and you auditioned for it. So come on, yes. spill the beans, Hanson. Well, they've asked me several times, and one year, and this is, I think they were still on Channel 4 at the time, this is before they completely went down the pot, I thought, well, I'll humour them. I'll go along for the meeting. So off I went to uh, the production company in Shepherd's Bush, and I had the meeting, and you, know, you get all standard sort of stuff. How would you deal with this sort of person? How would you deal with that sort of person? And... Then I, they said, oh, do you have any questions for us? Standard sort of job interview. And I said, yes, well, I've always wondered what happens with laundry arrangements. And well, they said, well what, well, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, you never see them ironing or washing their clothes. 
And she said, oh, well, I mean, it's a, it's a three, four week process. So you just bring in as many clothes as you need and, and just just wear those. I said, but but hang on. But there's there's no iron or washing facilities in the, in the house. I went, no, no, for health and safety reasons. But just just bring in as many as you want. I said, Lottie or whatever her name was. I'm not coming out of the house and doing four weeks worth of laundry and ironing. Thank you very much. And so I declined. <laughs> so you you turned down Celebrity Big Brother because he didn't have an iron or a washing machine. She went, oh, you could you could do any washing you need in the hot tub. What am I, a peasant? I'm not doing that on television. <laughs> could just imagine. Oh, my God, Gene Devers. Could just imagine. I would pay for this. William washing his clothes in the hot tub in his boxers. <laughs> and that's not going to happen. Any other shows that you've turned down? Oh, I've turned down more than I've said yes to, because unlike you, I'm picky. Hang on, right, I'm, and I'm not going into it, but I've turned down loads of these shows. You're, I mean, you were, you, you were the voice of Pooh on BBC Three about two months ago. I mean, so I don't, I don't think you can really comment. <laughs> hey, don't, I, that show's got legs, and, I, and that's because I want to do voiceover work. D- really? It's a good show. There might be one slight problem with that. What? Your voice. <laughs> Check out Talk Dirty. It's on the iPlayer. Oh, it's Fight Dirty. That's how they I mean, get the name get of the, the, name show, of the show right. <laughs> Is it Fight Dirty or Talk Dirty? Fight Dirty. Why don't you it's just give us, two, give, give us two options and then I'll edit the right one in. Okay. Check out Fight Dirty on the iPlayer. Why don't you check out Talk Dirty on the BBC iPlayer? That's bbc.co.uk forward slash iPlayer. Right, William, we need to settle up on this nan and non because loads of people have been getting in touch with me on Twitter and on Insta saying, oh, you said it right, or William said it wrong, or you said it wrong. It's non bread. Well, I've prepared a statement that I wish to read. In view of all the controversy around me at the moment, based on some incorrect comments I made last week about how to pronounce the word non bread... I hope you do not mind me using this moment to say a few words. The reality of my daily life is that I'm juggling a lot of balls in the air. Some of you must have experienced that. Trying to be a good boyfriend, trying to be a podcast co-host and executive producer, and being the UK's once leading etiquette coach and expert. And sometimes, some of the balls get dropped. (laughs) There just aren't enough hours in the day. I'm sorry if I have embarrassed or offended anyone but the people who know me well will know that I would never want to harm anyone, least of all Jordan, or producer Ben, or misuse my position in any way at all. Thank you. Yes! That means I was right! Woohoo! Come on! Get in there! Hanson, nil, north one. William Hanson, you was wrong. I actually got something right over you for once. We've drawn a line. In fact, hang on. It's not. It's not very. Um, it's not very uh, gentlemanly to gloat, and it's not very fair. Thank you, William. Thank you very much. <sighs> what are you having for tea tonight? Uh, having an Indian, having some naan bread. Oh, are you? No. <laughs> what are you having? I've got. We've got some leftover from last night. Get us eating leftovers. I'm having reheated chicken and tarragon pasta bake. Oh. Yes. Okay. I'll have to make you my world-famous sausage and mash. You'll love it. Oh, can't wait. Why is it world famous? In what part of the world is it famous? Burnley. My world. My <laughs> Your world. Your secular little world. I bet you love Toad in the Old, don't you? 
Not, not in the spring. I've got a question for you, etiquette expert. Can you oh, hear me okay? Go on, I can't... W- just about, you're clinging on. What is the etiquette now for hmm. social kissing, for greeting each other? Because obviously you've got to stand two, two metres apart. How do you greet yeah. someone now? I've not shook a hand. I've not kissed anyone. I've not hugged anyone in two months. So what do you do? Uh, it's just you and your pillow, really, isn't it? Dry humping was last week's episode. <laughs> and the dressing gown court. <laughs> The, um... I, wish, I told you I wanted that cut. <laughs> the dressing gown cord has haunted me. I generally think at our live shows we should sell dressing gown cords. <laughs> should we do our own Help I Sex in My Bots kinky merch? <laughs> <laughs> dressing gown cords. Do you reckon we do? You could do feather ticklers. Imagine a cock ring with William's face on it and then when you put it on it's stretched. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Instead of we could just do um they can be multi use. One one day it's a cock ring, the next day it's a napkin ring. <laughs> oh Ben, write this down. Kinky sex in my boss merch available in all good stores at the end of the month. <laughs> anyway, uh, what we what we talk Oh social kissing now, what do you do? What's the etiquette? Well, obviously, you know, until until life begins to return to some form of normality, you shouldn't be really meeting people at all, really, unless you're doing that sort of meet one person from a, a household that isn't yours. And obviously, you, you keep two metres. So I, I, the Namaste is great. I think that's got a Namaste. really lovely meaning. Yes, where you put two hands together and give a slight sort of bow. That's what that means. What did you think it was? There's a video on my social medias that I did with Grimmy. And I thought he said Namaste. <laughs> I'm, I've just clicked on Namaste. Namaste. N A M S T E, I believe is the spelling. Namaste. Okay. Anyway, go on. What um, but interestingly, um, social kissing started in India and then it came over to Europe via Alexander the Great and the Romans popularised it in Europe. But then, of course, in the 17th century, you had the Great Plague. And that was a a pretty nasty epidemic. And basically everybody stopped social kissing after that and bowing and curtsying and other uh, greetings took hold. So it's very interesting that sort of going forward, we probably won't be doing a lot of social kissing because of another epidemic. So history is is just repeating itself in in that. So we'll do um, namaste. Potentially, or when we are allowed to get within two metres, we might do the Wuhan elbow and just touch elbows. Uh, and some- the Wuhan elbow. Yeah, that's what my friend Jonathan and I are calling it. I think he called it the Wuhan flick, but I'm calling it the Wuhan elbow. You can do that. Oh, and actually, very interestingly, you know what do you put on the end of a text message to me, Jordan? A kiss. Yes, and how an X. An X, exactly. An a kiss. X. Do you know where those X's came from? Roman numerals. Oh, good. Actually, generally very good guess, but no. What's- um So. Oh. Because back in the day, in the sort of 13, 1400s, literacy rates weren't particularly high. So sort of imagine, imagine the northwest of England now. Because they weren't <laughs> overly high, um, a kiss was used to seal contracts. So people would draw an X on a document by their name oh. and then would literally kiss that document. And back in the 13 and 1400s, that was uh, X marked the spot. That's I have kissed this. This is a legally binding document. Yeah, and and that's all gone. Not like my grandma. She used to send me and our aunt at shop, and they used to have a tab for her. I mean, I won't tell your name at shop, but we used to get my grandma's fags and some milk and bread, and we'd say to shopkeeper, 
oh, she's no money, but she'll pay you end of week. And then he used to sign it, and then we'd sign it. And it's just like that, yeah. Should we do Jordan's joke of the week? (laughs) (laughs) Not a moment too soon. Okay, hang on. Open up your conversation with our Lee. Let me just have a look what text our Lee Shut up! I make my own jokes up. Quasimodo walks into a bar, and I'll tell you the punchline after the break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quasimodo walks into a bar. He's had a terrible day. He's had an awful day at Notre Dame. He says to the barman, double whiskey, barman sells. Bell's okay. He says, he's fucking asking. Any others? Bloke goes into the pub with a piece of tarmac under his arm. He says to the barman, oh, I forgot that one. He says to the barman, <laughs> Come back after the break, Jordan Mice. I remember the punchline. No, it's just a, it's just a bar, man. I'll have a pint of lager and one foot road. <laughs> oh god, I'm not going to lie. Two. <laughs> I've got Tough one crowd. for you. I got one for you. I like this. Two deer walk out of a gay bar in America. One of them turns to the other and says, "I can't believe I blew forty bucks in there." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that was Ben's favourite one. <laughs> Should we stop there? Or? Yeah, let's stop there. Look, we've still got, still got a few episodes left of this series. Okay. Um, right. right, once again, it's time for our Give Me The D competition. We're not going to do that singing again, because quite frankly, last week that was atrocious. If you wish to win a bottle of De Bonnet, please head to our Instagram page on Thursday of release week to find out how to enter, and a bottle of De Bonnet could be popping through your mailbox anytime soon. And don't forget, if you have any problems or predicaments for us, all the information is on our website, sextedmyboss.com. Okay, shall we go to the listeners' questions, please, William Hansen? Thank you, Jordan North. This one's come in to us via email, help at sextedmyboss.com. It's from Laura. Dear William and Jordan... Laura or Nora? I said Laura. Bloody connection in here. Internet's awful. I've been watching porn in frigging stages. Carry on. 
Dear William and Jordan, please can you help me with what the etiquette is for asking people about their tattoos? I work in a hospital and had a nervous patient who I need to place a needle in his arm. I often chat to patients to try to distract them. As this rather large gentleman laid on the bed, I noticed a large Buddha tattoo on his stomach. The patient's tummy button was also that of the Buddha's. Quite the Buddha belly. As I asked him about it, he raised his top to show me the full piece of artwork, which I politely admired. As he got up to leave, he mumbled something about Betty Boop on his back, to which when I looked up, he had dropped his trousers and bent over to reveal Betty Boop's eyes on each cheek and her mouth blowing a kiss. Well, no prizes for guessing which part of that anatomy. Is it rude to ask about tattoos? Your podcast gives me escapism from working in the NHS in a tough time at the moment. Thank you and keep safe, Laura. Oh, thank you, Laura. I don't think it is rude to ask people about the tattoos. I think people who have tattoos like being asked about the tattoos. I well, think let's be honest, they've, they've had the tattoo got... for, as a desperate need to, to get attention in some variety. That's not true. I mean, William hates tattoos, but I think it's a compliment. I think you could. it's a good way of humouring someone going, oh, I love your tats, tell me about your sleeve. And then before you know it, well, I got this one when I was on my gap yard. This is a picture of my favourite band. It's actually a, a deer. What is it that Ben's got again? It's an impala. An Impala, yeah, because I like Tame Impala, yeah, but you know, I'm 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 not like, uh, I'm not like a posh, gap year student, yeah, like I I I I'm from working class background myself. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's fine to ask someone about the tattoos. I might be wrong. If you've got tattoos, let me know. But I might be wrong. Um, I've I got um, I, you you haven't got a tattoo. I have. I've got two W's on the arse cheeks. So when I bend over, it spells wow. I mean, that that was the joke in Laura's letter. Oh, was you, it? You've literally <laughs> you've done a joke from three minutes ago. <laughs> I wasn't listening. I was listening, but the internet's pretty bad. I was listening. Anyway, go on. Um, Sorry. As I've said many a time before about tattoos, I completely respect your right to have a tattoo. If you want to get a tattoo, that is your business, not mine. But it's also my business to tell you that it is a tramp stamp. That it's not your business. Oh. Next question. Thank you, Laura, for writing in. Oh, look at Ben's face. Is that why is Ben? Ben's got really camp in lockdown. Do you not think? I look know. at that face. Like, oh, <laughs> matron. Oh, I'll get you doing a carry-on reference. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, William, what's wrong with my tattoos? Oh, you big bitch, you. (laughs) Okay, uh, this one came into us on email as well. It's from Denise, Nettie and Michael. Dear Dear Jordan, William and producer Ben, it is official. The three of you have just been on holiday with us for a week. And they wrote this, by the way, quite a few weeks ago. And we have started on episode one of series one and we love you. Thank you. I am very aware of bacteria and I have no desire to pick up bacterial waifs and strays because of the habits of others. My question to you is, if we are the host, is it okay to insist on guests labelling glasses with their name on so that they remain bacteria-free? Well, how prescient, Denise, Nettie and Michael, for you to write this in. Wow! This was before COVID-19 kicked in fully and they actually sent us a lovely photograph, Jordan, 
of their glasses that I'm sure we can perhaps put on our social media. Let me just send it across to you so you've got it. Of Some glasses that they doctored whilst they were away on holiday. Oh, me f- it's taking ages to download, but yeah, they look great. Gee, wow, look at them. I mean, we've got um, we've got all these. What's your advert? No, we aren't. I need to put my second coat on. It's come out well. That are you doing it yourself? Oh, yeah, I'm painting myself. You're Guess you're uh, sorry. Stop. You you're you're saying a few weeks ago that my my security camera is putting hardworking burglars out of work you are putting hard-working tradesmen out of work uh no i can't You're have anyone in the house your own and right if you'd have known this when i was a builder when i worked on building sites there was an old for, saying yeah, but for about four weeks uh actually it was about four months when i was doing my bricklaying apprenticeship yeah and you anyway chi- you chipped a nail on a brick and then you've joined the media <laughs> When I was doing my bricklaying apprenticeship when I was 16, there was an old saying on the building sites. No offence to any painter and decorators listening, I'm sure you've heard this a million times, but my boss and many others used to say, if you can piss, you can paint. Which basically means anyone can paint. Now, I'm not putting any painter and decorators down, it's just an old saying on the building sites. Do remember, I have, I've, got a, I've got a team of decorators, my favourite being Well Hung John. I can always send him round if you want. Uh, oh, yeah, it's been a while. Send Well Hung John round. What's your advice for that letter regarding... Bacteria-riddled glasses. I think uh, they've, they've got on to something um, writing. They, so the, in this picture, they have got three glasses. They've written one with Jordan, one with, with a very hairy stickman figure, one with a pristine William figure, and one with producer Ben with a, a slightly thin, emaciated-looking stick figure. Oh. And they've got some red liquid in it, and they've you know they've written and done a doodle, so everyone knows whose glasses are who, and I think that's a jolly good idea, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, especially going you know, now. Had you asked me this before Corona, I would have said no, don't be so ridiculous. But actually, now because of this, I think it's it's marvelous. So something to mark out your glasses. But I, mean, I suppose Starbucks have had this idea for for yonks writing people's names on their cups. So just with a with a marker that you can wipe off, write it on a glass. Next question. Uh, this one is from Connor. Hello, Connor. Dear William and his culinary connoisseur companion. Ooh, I believe that means you, Jordan. Is that a compliment? Hmm. I'm an avid fan of both the podcast and Jordan's Radio 1 shows. As such, I follow Jordan's Twitter and look on in envy as I see the streams of picky teas that come in for review on his feed. As I live alone, I can see why, and am conscious of both budget and expanding gut, I would like to treat myself to a picky tea, but am conscious of buying all the necessary components and having an overload of carbs and beige. I was wondering if Jordan has any tips whereby I can have a one-off picky tea and the variety that comes with such a meal uh, without having an overload of, his word, crap sat in my fridge. Connor, 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 Connor. I mean, where do I start here? A picky tea doesn't have to be planned. All right, you could say on a Thursday, let's have a picky tea tomorrow and you go and get bits in. But the whole point of a picky tea is it's leftovers. It's the turkey dinosaurs in the freezer. It's the smiley faces. And so what? You're going to have a bit of beige, a bit of carbs. Connor, beige is beautiful. Remember that. Beige is beautiful, right? The whole essence of a picky tea is it's unplanned. It's bits left over. It's that bit of pasta you've got left over. 
It's the smiley faces and the pigs in blankets from Christmas. It's the waffles that are still in the freezer somewhere at the back in the second drawer. It's that. It could be anything you want. I am so passionate about picky teas because it's anything you want it to be. It can be olives. It can be bread. It could be hash browns. Anything that's left over. And then you can zhuzh it up a bit by going to the shop, getting some cheese in, getting some nice bread in. Don't worry about what you should get in, have a look what's in, and then go to the shop and top it up. Sorry, I got really passionate then. I don't know what happened to me. I'm just Gosh. really passionate about picky teas. Did you see me tweet um, Saturday Kitchen the other weekend? No, what did you say? I've, to be honest, I've muted you. If it, it contains the word picky tea, mute. You've muted me? Well, I've muted the word picky tea. Have you actually? Tr- trust me, later. If, look, there will be listeners, my, what I call <gasps> my, my listeners that listen to this. If you're... <gasps> Jolly board of picky teas. Go onto your Twitter settings. Mute picky tea. You have go. you actually muted me? I have. Well, not no, no, not you. I've muted picky tea, you... which basically has muted you. I just don't want to see it. Connor, don't worry about the picky tea. Just it's like art. Just go for it. It's subjective. Oh People aren't going to like it. It's 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 just the Tate Modern of art. Just be you, Connor. Just be you, and let the picky tea take you over. And deep down in your soul. You will find your inner picky tea. Did you always used to like? Did you ever go to like church or any sort of religious service growing up? Mm, just like when my cousins had christenings and stuff. Did you always laugh in church when the vicar read out a passage from the Bible that said "Bless our souls"? <laughs> no, but now you said it. I used to find it hysterical. Anyway, next <laughs> question: Dear William Howard Jordan and the one who must not be named. Good. My boyfriend of five years is a key worker, and my lovely parents offered for him offered for him to take him in during the pandemic so that vulnerable members of his family could stay safe. We have saved up for a house deposit and had the intentions to move in together, ideally in our own home, later this year anyway. He has now been living with us for over a month and I can honestly say it has all been smooth sailing. However, I started to notice that my parents dote on him at every chance they get. They've never had a son and I think they're secretly loving having a charming young lad around the house. He gets all his meals cooked for him, his washing and ironing done, and most recently, my mother is even making him packed lunches to take to work. Quite frankly, I'm concerned he is going to get used to being pampered in this manner and expect this from me when all this blows over and we buy our own home. So my question is, how do I tell my parents to stop being so lovely to my boyfriend? Lots of love, Abby. Abby, you don't. Let the lad be. This is like my brother at the moment. He's moved in with his girlfriend and um, mm. he, their parents and he's loving it. They're so nice to him. The only thing they've said to him is, because <laughs> they're key workers, the only thing they've said to him is, Brad's in the morning. Can you not have a poo until we've gone to work because we can't go in the bathroom and get ready when you've been in? A shame, a shame. But um, <laughs> uh, no, Abby, let him let him have his little moment of being being mothered. It's nice that it's well, nice. yeah. I, but I, maybe was... maybe Abby should be saying to the boyfriend occasionally, "Oh, that's so kind of them," but you know, obviously, don't get used to it. Ha ha. Make a joke out of it. Yeah, maybe. But you know, that happens to. It's very common that you know. It's, it's cats. Parents love, uh, but also ben, don't they? And 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 yeah. all my mates, their in laws love them as well. It's quite common that Abby. Don't worry about it. It's very but common. But also, let, let him said, enjoy himself. 
Abby, I, I kind of want to find out a bit more. Maybe you could write in for next week. But you said my boyfriend of five years is a key worker. I'd like to actually know what he does because technically in some bizarre, cruel twist of fate, because life is so weird, Jordan counts as a key worker. So on the scale <laughs> of key workers, are we at the Jordan North end of the spectrum or are we on the chief medical officer end of the spectrum? Where where does I, he fall? I I don't like to refer to myself as a key worker because I'll be honest, when you put it like that... The, it's the an... worker bit I've got an issue with. <laughs> Uh, okay. Right, should we do some of the reviews that are being left on iTunes for William? Remember to leave us a five-star review, write a load of nonsense, and William Hansen will read it. He will read whatever you put on the reviews on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. William Hansen, read some of the reviews, please. Lockdown is really tough. I'm disappointed the Tories are preventing me from making my weekly trip to Primark for new glad rags. Not being able to get my daily steak bake from Greg's is also difficult. Pot noodle for lunch each day is okay, but I really but really isn't up to the full glory of Greg's. However, I'm enjoying my daily picky tea with Mikey. I do love a bit of beige. P.S. This podcast would be truly hopeless without producer Ben. Oh dear, lockdown really is affecting them, isn't it? I've just wanted to take a second of the listener's time to express my pride in our Mikey and thank him for all his hard work on building site during this corona. I've been sat at home being lazy in my PJs, taking deliveries in the back passage from strangers while he's out grafting, and for that I am thankful. Final Next one. Time. In other news, the Prime Minister of Sweden visited Washington today and my tiny little nipples went to France. The White House Reception Committee greeted the Prime Rib Roast Minister and I do the cha-cha like a sissy girl. I like her do da cha-cha. I'm sorry, we seem to be having some tactical difficulties. Oh, that's Bruce Almighty. That, that you've right. just quoted well, there. I haven't watched that yet. I'm going to end the podcast today. William do you Hansen? know what, Jordan? I will let you. I don't need your permission to end our podcast. Okay. William Hanson, thank you very much for your time today. Jordan North, thank you. Lockdown Love, producer Ben, lockdown love to you. Producer Ben, lockdown love, thank you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello g and we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexedmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexedmyboss.com slash cinema.